Sometimes you just got a book some fantasy to figure out some wrestling, what you want it to be. This is By the Book. Come and take a look. By the Book. Well, technically, you'll hear it. DC's just the man laying out his plan. By the Book. To get you in the spirit. This is By the Book. So hey neighborhood, if you're feeling low, I'm right here with you with this podcast show. This is By the Book. By the Book. New version, because I couldn't find the old one, and I'm cranky about it, so don't at me. Hello out there neighborhood, this is DC Matthews at DC Matthews NAI here with another episode of By the Book. Hopefully, when you hear this episode, you will have just heard our awesome intro to the By the Book podcast. Um, I say hopefully because for whatever reason, I can't seem to find the intro on the laptop and all the means of getting it um, are proving difficult and it makes me tired. And you know what? I just got on April vacation. School is over for nine days or so, and so there's only a certain amount of work I am willing to put in. Um, Besides creatively, creatively I'll put in all the work, but when it comes to finding this, I'm certainly not going to turn on my desktop and dig out the... the, uh, the old intro, so I will have to track it down at some point in the future. I also don't know when this podcast is going to be hitting your ears. Um, <clears throat> we'll have to see about that, but it will certainly happen before the superstar shakeup, and that's what this by the book, your friendly neighborhood fantasy booking podcast is uh, all about. It's going to be about the superstar shakeup. Vince McMahon made my dreams come true. I saw him get out of the limousine, and I don't know that I yelled at the the TV, but I certainly got very excited and was like, please tell me we're doing free agency, we're doing trades, something is happening with the rosters, and certainly that is exactly what happened. Vinny Mac came through for his boy DC, and uh, I am very excited. Now... We don't know what this is going to be. There's never been a superstar shakeup before. Literally, a literal, a literatively, a literally, a literatively. Um, I'm a fan. Superstar shakeup, both s sounds. Um, you could even say superstar shakeup and sound like Sean Connery. Uh, that was probably really bad. I'm I'm a little punchy. I apologize. This is going to be a punchy fantasy booking episode here. Uh, we don't know what we're going to get from the superstar shakeup. We're not sure how many people are going back and forth, whether it's one way, whether it involves more NXT talents. Um, I am going to presume it's trades, straight up, talent for talent. Uh, I don't think we're going to wind up with a two-for-one deal anywhere in here on this particular list um, that I have come up with. I think it's more going to be we're just going to throw it out there. Um, and see what happens, even swaps all the way around. Uh, There's probably not going to be too many. Right now, I have six, kind of. Uh, The first one I'll talk about is probably the biggest one, and that's the one that I think is probably least likely to happen. So I've got five 
real ones that I would definitely like to see. Uh, six potential ones. I don't think we're going to get any more than that. Otherwise, the rosters will look too different. Um, so here we go, folks. Strap yourself in, buckle up, grab a nice uh, snack, a beverage of your choosing, put your feet up and relax, and allow yourself to enter that mindset that you need to be in for these sort of fantasy uh, ideas. Whether or not they happen, I don't know. I hope that they do. Uh, and either way, I'm excited because this is this is what I had hoped we would get coming out of WrestleMania. I know you have not heard um, orally, A-U-R-A-L-L-Y. I always want to spell that out for you. Orally, you have not heard my thoughts on WrestleMania. Doc Manson and I have not yet uh, had that conversation because on DDT Wrestling this week, we spent two hours talking about The Undertaker, and we could have kept going. Um, we didn't talk about his influence and, you know, how wrestling changed because of him. We didn't talk about um, much of any of, of that sort of thing. We didn't talk about the music, as our good friend Brandon Mack um, said. We didn't answer any emails. So, you know, I'm sure we will get together at some point and have that conversation. Uh, I'm on a tangent. I don't even remember how we got this way. But anyways, I will get to those thoughts. WrestleMania weekend was wonderful. It is probably the best time to be a wrestling fan in at least uh, definitely a decade if not 15 years if not 20 years you know we're, we might be talking 96 97 was probably might have been the last time it was this good uh to be a wrestling fan so let's go let's go here let's go let's go together let's go to fantasy booking land together i'm mainly stalling because i want to hit around the five minute mark even though i'm going to add the intro uh my big trade uh, which after watching SmackDown, I don't think is going to happen. It was, uh, it's kind of a no-brainer, so to speak. Seth Rollins is in trouble with one McMahon. AJ Styles is in trouble with the other McMahon. Why wouldn't you swap them? Why wouldn't Stephanie and Shane McMahon sit down together and say, Seth Rollins is a pain in my neck. Literally, he put me through a table. Um, he beat up my husband. He made him cry. Uh, AJ Styles is a pain in my neck. He threw me through a car window. Uh, I'd missed a shooting star press, all of this stuff. So I had said, even swap Seth Rollins for AJ Styles. Puts AJ on Raw, reunites him with the club. There's a feud there with Finn Balor just waiting to be happen. Potential with Owens, potential with all sorts of people he is yet to face. You, you know, People have said constantly, over and over again, you have AJ Styles for a finite amount of time, use him use him well. That's why people got really frustrated with the whole James Ellsworth thing. These, these are precious matches. You know, I doubt if we could go into a time machine and fast forward to 2022, I don't think you're watching AJ Styles wrestle in WWE. I would love to be wrong on that. He's certainly in great shape. Maybe we will, but I don't think so. Time is limited. Stop giving him James Ellsworth. That was kind of most people's opinions. You move Seth Rollins to SmackDown. He's not going to be the guy, obviously, that is being held. Roman Reigns runs Raw now. I don't think you see him on SmackDown anytime soon. Roman Reigns runs Raw, and Seth Rollins at this point is just kind of in the way, and it frees him up to be one of the guys of SmackDown Live. You already know he can have great matches with Randy Orton. You know, if there's a potential of seeing another crazy RKO spot, you certainly have to do that. I'm imagining Randy countering Seth's superplex into an RKO. Um, I would love to see a Seth Rollins-Bray Wyatt program, John Cena again, The Miz, 
the list goes on and on. Shinsuke, the list goes on and on. Uh, but then AJ came out on SmackDown Live and said he didn't want to go anywhere. And I really liked what they did there with that. Again, I don't want to get too much into my reactions to the week. We'll save that for the next time Doc Manson at Doc Manson and I am talking. Um, but, you know, I think we're getting an AJ Styles face turn. Seems to be what's happening. So, I, you know, it might not make a whole lot of sense. He said he didn't want to go. It would be a, a crap move on Shane McMahon's part to move him. Um, so it kind of threw a monkey wrench into this plan. I, I considered swapping AJ for Bray Wyatt and saying, okay, Bray goes to Raw. I am just dying for a Bray Wyatt-Rusev feud, a Bray Wyatt-Kevin Owens feud, um, and Seth Rollins goes to SmackDown. But I feel for a couple of different reasons, Bray Wyatt it can be, we've seen, a big star on SmackDown. I don't think he can be a big star on Raw, not this kind of big star. Um, plus, there's a trade that's going to happen a little further down the line, um, which I like uh, quite a bit, and uh, it would really it wouldn't make any sense for um, for Bray to go in that case. So, actually, two trades. So, I'm going to scrap this idea completely. You know, it may be... You do something where Shane says the deal was too good. Maybe Daniel Bryan uh, has an interesting character shift. He gets rid of AJ Styles. He kind of goes against Shane McMahon. That would be, I think, the first time we've seen those two at odds. Shane wants to keep him. Daniel Bryan works out some sort of back, um, back alley trade that Shane can't go back on. Now AJ's gone because Daniel Bryan didn't want him there. You know, that would be interesting. Um... But, you know, for the, by and large, that's probably not going to, to happen, though it, it should, I think. As much as AJ likes being on SmackDown, uh, there's more for him to do on Raw. He's kind of stuck. I, I get it. All of you want to see AJ versus Shinsuke, and that's great for you who think Shinsuke's a really good wrestler. Yeah. I said it. Well, actually, I didn't say it, but... I didn't say it, which meant I said it in some sort of way. I'm really tired. Let's keep going. Let's have fun. Uh, let's move on to the women, the women of um, of wrestling. A lot of people thinking Charlotte goes uh, to SmackDown. Uh, I don't think so. I won't say you're wrong because we don't know. I've been wrong plenty doing this show and any time else I open my mouth about professional wrestling I'm usually somewhat incorrect uh, but Charlotte is the Roman Reigns of Raw she's the franchise player you don't mess around with that you would have to be completely overwhelmed and, and I'm speaking from a kayfabe perspective you're Kurt Angle because um, Kurt Angle is going to be making these deals you're Kurt Angle new Raw general manager Charlotte is exactly what Kurt Angle wants in a female wrestler. Super talented, super athletic. He would need to be bowled over. You would have to do, I think, again, from a kayfabe perspective, you would have to do a two-for-one or three-for-one deal to get Charlotte off of Raw. Um, so I don't think she's going anywhere. I think Sasha Banks is going somewhere. I think Sasha Banks is going to SmackDown, and the reason is Sasha Banks isn't do you know we are biding our time for the Bailey heel turn I get that and I get that you might want to keep them together for it however let's play the long game Bailey has a lot of stories she can tell she's not necessarily done with Charlotte 
she's got potential stories with other people as well, especially when I announced the trade. Let me just say it. My trade would be um, I cheated here a little bit, and it's two for two. They're not an actual tag team, obviously. Sasha Banks and Emma go to SmackDown. Alexa Bliss and Mickey James go to Raw. So having said that, let's imagine it now. Bailey and Charlotte, Bailey and Alexa, Bailey and Mickey, Bailey and Nia. Who knows where Asuka comes in because that's a cloud hanging over this is Asuka's going to come up at some point. I have said many, many times, and I firmly believe she does not get beaten for the NXT title. The women's tournament is a perfect time. I know a lot of people out there, people whose opinions I value, feel like uh, Asuka should be kind of like what Mel Muertes did in season two of Lucha Underground, sitting, you know, high above watching the action and deigning to come down when a challenger had, you know, it's essentially what Brock Lesnar's doing. Brock Lesnar is Shao Kahn right now. You have to fight to prove yourself worthy for Brock Lesnar to even take an interest in you. Um, so, you know, Asuka could do that in NXT, but just just leave the belt. Leave the belt in the ring. You have beaten everyone. There is nobody left. Walk away. Walk away. Come up to Raw or SmackDown Live and do something else. Let the winner of the tournament win the title. That's always a good moment. You know, wrestling is about moments. As we learned watching the career of The Undertaker for 27 years or so, a moment is watching TJ Perkins holding the Cruiserweight title. A moment is not watching TJ Perkins get trounced by Neville if they had gone that route and Neville was the, you know, faced the winner of the tournament. That's no fun. So the, the, the moment is Tyler Bate. So winning the UK title. I'm glad to see it still exists. Uh, so Sasha Banks and Emma go to SmackDown, Alexa Bliss and Mickie James go to Raw. Uh, the reasons I have for this are many. Starting with Sasha Banks, uh, she's not a big deal. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, neighborhood. I know there are some of you whose love for Sasha Banks, whether it's because she's a New England person, whether it's because of the way she looks, whether it's because of the gimmick, I don't know. I don't know why some of you are so over the moon in love with Sasha Banks. She is getting... I won't use the word. Let me find a new way to say it. She is losing steam rapidly. And I know what you're saying. It's not her fault. And I get that kind of. It is not her fault. She's not booking the shows. She's not doing all of that. However, it has happened so much. It has happened since she got on the main roster that you have to say at some point it's not just the creative there's some quote let me see if I can remember it in my punchy state you know when you wind up having a problem with everyone you meet eventually you have to find the common denominator and I'm not saying Sasha Banks is terrible. Obviously, she's not. She's a capable wrestler. She's a great character. She's obviously going to be the best as a heel. That character totally works as a heel. And I know that's why people are salivating at this idea. Turn her heel on Bailey, get her back to what she used to be. Let's bring back the magic of the Iron Man match or take over Brooklyn or whatever. I do get that. I do. Play the long game. Bailey Sasha Banks is a WrestleMania match. Why do it right after WrestleMania? Send her to SmackDown. Let the heel turn happen on SmackDown. Hear me out. Don't fast forward. Hear me out. 
I, I have thought this through, kind of. Send her to SmackDown. Naomi's there. Tamina, I think, is on that roster. I think. I think. I don't know. I think. So you've got the team bad there. She's There's story there. Uh, Becky Lynch would be there. Emma's there. There's a lot of people she can work with that she hasn't worked with. And she can be the boss. Sasha Banks goes to SmackDown and Alexa Bliss goes to Raw. Sasha Banks immediately becomes the biggest star. Which is what you all want her to be anyways. So let her do it on SmackDown. Let her do it on SmackDown. Let the heel turn happen there. Because then what happens is on some cross-brand show, SummerSlam, Survivor Series, Royal Rumble, Bailey and Sasha come face-to-face, and Sasha is conflicted because she's still best friends with Bailey. You have to tell that story where she's being a heel on SmackDown, but she's still best friends with Bailey, or she's still friends with Bailey. And Bailey's not happy about the way she's acting, but Sasha's just like, I'm just trying to win. I'm trying to win this title. Bailey understands kind of, you know, the naivete of that Bailey character. That's kind of what the whole thing's about. And then Sasha turns. You know, maybe you do some sort of cross-brand tag team match down the road. Sasha and Bailey reunited a Raw and SmackDown talent versus Charlotte or whoever and whoever. And you do it then. Because now there's a reason for it. Save it. Don't waste it. Save it. We wasted Charlotte's pay-per-view streak. Let's stop wasting these things. We wasted them main-eventing a pay-per-view, or we wasted a lot of the gimmick matches. Save it. These things can come later. Save it. Uh, Emma, same kind of thing. Um, There's a lot of strong heels on Raw right now. Charlotte, Nia Jax. Emma's just one of the group. Send her to the other show. Let's see what she can do on another show where she can kind of grow uh, as a character. On the flip side, oh, and you know, the SmackDown women's roster, Sasha, Becky, Emma, Carmella, Naomi, and for me, I think Peyton Royce and Billy Kay are ready. Send them up. Send Team Friendship up. I want them to wear a championship belt like a friendship bracelet so badly. I know Lay Cool did it. I wasn't watching that. I don't think I've ever seen Lay Cool in the ring together. I don't care. Peyton and Billy, I think, are ready. Uh, maybe not necessarily in-ring-wise, but neither was Carmella, and she's on the main roster. So obviously that doesn't matter. But you've got a roster there, the Raw roster. You've got Charlotte, Bailey, Alexa, Mickey, Nia Jax. Maybe Summer Rae does something. Maybe Alicia Fox does something. Uh, who knows what's going on with Paige. I'm sure she's not going to be back, but you never know in professional wrestling. So I, I think it makes the rosters a little more even. Um, Alexa Bliss goes to Raw. She deserves it. She's been great. Send her to Raw. A Bailey Alexa Bliss program, that's a reason enough to send her to Raw. Just for a few months of that. And then, you know, Alexa and Charlotte are very interesting. They're kind of the dominant women, but they're very different. The size difference would be huge. Um, Mickey James, same thing. Veteran presence. Charlotte and Mickey would be fun. Bailey and Mickey would be fun. Nikki, uh, Mickey and Nia Jax would be fun. It, I'm, I'm trying to make the rosters a little more even because we saw this at WrestleMania, most of the talent, forgive me, all of you fans of Becky Lynch, who is an afterthought right now, um, hopefully this move would also help her. Uh, she's not being held down by other people. You know, it gives her a chance to kind of rise to the occasion, so to speak. Now, because if you move, anyways, I, 
I don't want to spend too much time on this. Um, it's all about keeping the rosters even. The SmackDown women's match was fine. It was rushed. I get it. They didn't have a huge amount of time. I don't know what Mickey James is wearing. But the Raw match was good, except Sasha Banks was the afterthought of that match. I'm sorry to say that, because a lot of you love Sasha. But Charlotte was great. Bailey had some good moments. Nia was dominant. Mrs. Matthews watched some of WrestleMania with me, and she, you know, normally has very harsh things, true things, but harsh things to say about women's wrestling. Charlotte, she was impressed by. Here's an actual athlete. She looks like an athlete. Nia Jax, she was stunned that they had someone that looked like Nia Jax in a wrestling ring. She was a, a big fan. Um, Sasha had the cool entrance. Can you tell me anything she did in that match? I can't. I can tell you what Charlotte did. I can tell you what Bailey did. I can tell you what Nia did. I don't remember Sasha Banks doing anything in that match. Sorry. I know you love her. I get it. I'm sorry. Je suis désolé, as the French would say. Uh, Sasha and Emma for Alexa and Mickey. Why not? Tag team division. Uh, American Alpha goes to Raw. No brainer. Kurt Angle is the general manager. Jason Jordan and Chad Gable are the second coming of either the Steiner brothers or the world's greatest tag team. Kurt Angle would want to work with either of them. He, that would be, you know, if they do something, which they should, if they interview the general managers on WWE.com over the weekend and are like, who are you looking at? Who are the guys, you know, who are you targeting? Who is, you know, Kurt Angle should be like saying, I see guys like American Alpha. They're great. He should mention that they didn't get a chance to defend... Or, no, they're not the tag team champions. They didn't get a chance to wrestle for those tag team titles. Like, you know, he wants American Alpha to be the one of the faces of Kurt Angle's Raw. Daniel Bryan, who do you want? He should be talking about Sheamus and Cesaro. I know this is a kind of an easy thing, Cesaro, Cesaro, Cesaro. He should be talking about guys like Cesaro. He should be talking about guys like Seamus. Guys who are willing to dedicate their bodies. Seamus has two black eyes, I think. Um, those big, tough, bruiser kind of guys, kind of indie guys. I know Seamus wasn't a huge indie star like Claudio was. Um, but it makes sense. Seamus and Cesaro can come be part of that tag team division if you want to. I know the SmackDown tag division kind of really doesn't exist anymore. And that at any point, they can go on to single success, and now you've got Cesaro on the show you want him to be on. If he's going to have a chance to be a single star, which I do think he will someday, SmackDown with the thinner roster is the best place for him to be. So, Sheamus and Cesaro go to SmackDown. American Alpha goes to Raw. This one, I do. This one, probably of all of these, there's two that I am supremely confident in. This is one of them. And let me jump ahead to the other one. Uh, the Miz and Maurice are going to go to Raw. Daniel Bryan's going to want to get rid of them. Kurt Angle might not necessarily want them, but he might want the star power. You know, they'll figure out some way of making it work. The Miz and Maurice go to Raw. Rusev and Lana go to SmackDown. Um, same thing. Same reason, you know, I want Rusev to win a title. I'm happy with any title. I'd let him be a cruiserweight if he wanted to. I think he could pull it off. Not the weight limit thing, but he could, you know, pretend. Um, I think it would be hilarious if that happened. But I want him to be in the title picture. I want him to be a serious guy. There are just too many talents on Raw. You know, you want these guys to move. And that's why a lot of people... Sami Zayn is not on my list, people. I'm sorry. 
Sami Zayn is not on my list. Sami Zayn, I think, is going to stay on Raw. Um, but you move Rusev and Lana to SmackDown. Now they can be bigger stars. Miz and Maurice. Miz is perhaps the biggest star. You know, all of that stuff with uh, Total Bellas, whatever. You know, him running to the ring dressed as John Cena. He had that WrestleMania crowd going crazy for him. Let's let's do something with it. He deserves to be Universal Champion. He deserves to be running the universe. So, move Miz and Maurice to Raw. Rusev and Lana to SmackDown. I have high hopes for that one as well. I think, you know, there's a very good chance something like this will happen. And, of course, I can't predict it completely if that was the case. I'd be podcasting every day because I'd have predicted lottery numbers and be super rich. Um, So, obviously, that's not the case. But these things sound to me, I would hope. Hopefully, when I get my feedback at DC Matthews NAI, when you write to me, ddtwrestling at gmail.com, hopefully I'll get, get the sense. I'm not shooting the moon here. Um, you know, I, a lot of people were talking about Kevin Owens as U.S. champion for Dean Ambrose as Intercontinental champion. I love the spirit of that. I love the spirit of that. Um, no, I don't think so. Uh, I like. I think it would help Dean Ambrose a great deal. I don't like Dean Ambrose. No, let me rephrase. I like what Dean Ambrose could be. I do not like what he currently is, and I get flack from a lot of people online about that. Um, who are very, very fervent Dean Ambrose supporters. But he's not getting the chance to do anything. And you want to talk about Sasha Banks needing a heel turn. Dean Ambrose needs to go sick, twisted, lunatic. And it would be fun if he did it on Raw against Roman Reigns. That would be great. I would love to see it. And Kevin Owens could have a ball on SmackDown, but it's the Kevin Owens show. Like, Raw is kind of his thing right now. So it doesn't make sense to switch those guys. Again, maybe, you know, you figure something out. Maybe you do a Seth Rollins for Dean Ambrose swap. Maybe Dean Ambrose loses the Intercontinental title to Baron Corbin, which he's going to do anyways. Just get used to it. It's going to happen at some point. Maybe Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose switch brands. I don't know that you can equate them as equal stars, but they are Shield brothers. Maybe you swap them. I don't know. I I would love to see Dean Ambrose being allowed to be a heel because, you know, and again, I loved him coming out of the trunk. I love the hot dog cart and all of that, but he's not doing that anymore. He's just a guy. Um, Anyways, Miz and Maurice go to Raw, Rusev and Lana go to SmackDown. I think it's better for everybody. I've got two more. You've been very patient. Uh, This one is my own personal pet project idea. And I know what all of you are thinking. Oh, God, it's talking about Bo Dallas. Of course I'm talking about Bo Dallas. Bo Dallas is great. Somebody, some new guy, PW Universe or something, PW underscore Universe. I do want to get the name right. Uh, some newer uh, member of the neighborhood. Uh, you know, I had listed, I had done one of those 30-day challenges, and I said that well, some of my favorite wrestlers from Raw, and Bo Dallas was on the list, and he was like, Bo? And I was like, if you don't know that I love Bo, then you, my friend, have got to go. Not really. I just liked the rhyme. Um, but yeah, Bo Dallas. I want to send him to SmackDown for Kalisto. I'm not sending him for anybody. Town. Ta- well, no. Let me. That's not. That was mean. That was mean of me. I'm not sending him for anyone with a super place right now. Bo Dallas is out of place. Kalisto is so out of place. Um, swap him. Swap him. 
send Bo to SmackDown because, and I know people don't, not everyone is a huge fan of reuniting, or uniting, because I don't think they've been united before, uniting the Rotunda Brothers, spoilers, Bo and Bray are brothers, legitimately, legitimate brothers, sons of IRS, um, you don't need to change his name to B-E-A-U, Bo Wyatt, that would just be something you would do for me, but Bo Dallas and Bray Wyatt should be together in some form or fashion. I don't need Bo to be... I don't need them to be an odd couple. Somebody was saying that, you know, Bo Dallas is the goofy promoting positivity and Bray being his mysterious self. I want Bo to go dark. I want Bo to go dark. I want Bo and Bray to be doing weird wrestle spooky stuff. I want Bo to be speaking in poems and, you know, with, like, his hair in his eyes and all. Like, I, I want that. As for Kalisto, what in the world is he not doing on 205 Live? Grand Metallic has is part of the Cruiserweight roster, but you wouldn't know it because he's not there. Neville's looking for opponents. He's going to wrestle Austin Aries again. I don't think Austin Aries is going to win. I do think Neville needs to hold on to this title for a while. Send Kalisto over. Now it's another main roster guy. Kalisto can say, I've been United States champion. You haven't done anything outside of this division. And, Neb- and Kalisto could be solid competition for a month or two, not winning, but still providing us with some good lucha things. So, Bo for toe. Bo goes to SmackDown, Kalisto goes to Raw, and really 205 Live. Uh, last one. Oh, I'm doing pretty well. I'm around half an hour. Uh, this one is a weird one. I saved it for last for a reason, because this one, I, I'm presuming something, and I, I've modified it in case my presumption is wrong. Uh, but we saw, ha- I saw happily on Raw that uh, the Revival took out Kofi Kingston and did everything to make it look like Kofi Kingston is going to be gone for a while. And if you didn't see it, I believe it happened today. Big E tweeted a picture of Kofi Kingston in a hospital gown. Talking about, you know, don't go to the light. Which means either one of two things. They're playing us and they just happen to find a hospital gown. Or, my guess, Kofi actually needs surgery. He did kind of hurt himself a while ago. And I don't know that he ever addressed it. And Kofi needs surgery. So Kofi's gone. Um, which leaves the New Day in a weird position because does the New Day work without Kofi? Kofi's never been the star, but Kofi is most definitely the glue that holds them together. Um, He's the veteran, he's that, you know. So I'm not saying that I think the New Day are going to break up, but I am wondering if the New Day will get split up. And so my final trade proposal for the Superstar Shakeup is Big E going to SmackDown and Luke Harper going to Raw. Now, I said there's a, there is a caveat here. Um, I'm wondering whether or not poor Xavier Woods is going to get the Triple H click treatment. And if you don't know what I mean, let me explain. In 95, end of 95, probably, um, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall were leaving to go to the WCW, World Championship Wrestling. This might have been in 96. 
though Hogan turned in 96. So Nash's last match was in 96 at WrestleMania 12. We were just talking about that because he wrestled The Undertaker. Um, but it was somewhere in that area. I'm not going to look it up because I'm tired. 95-96. Uh, it's kind of the final match for everyone. I think Scott Hall was leaving. It was like Scott Hall's last house show match. And the click got together and hugged in the ring. So you're talking Razor, Diesel, Shawn Michaels, uh, probably 123Kid slash X-Pac, and uh, who would be Hunter Hearst Helmsley Triple H. Um, breaking kayfabe, because some of them were heels, some of them were faces, but they kind of hugged in the ring, celebrated, uh, may have even done the too sweet thing, I can't remember. Uh, and there was a little bit of punishment handed out because you couldn't punish Shawn Michaels. He was the biggest star in the company. Diesel was on his way out. Kevin Nash was on his way out. So Triple H's push, if you believe the stories, got halted. Uh, he got a little bit of uh, kind of put in the doghouse for a bit. That might have been around the time he had his feuds with Henry Godwin where he's getting slopped on. This might have been around the time he lost to the Ultimate Warrior in 12 seconds. I don't remember the specifics of when it was, but you know his career kind of took a little... He had a hiccup um, because of this. Uh, I don't want to talk too much about the actual goings-on, but Xavier Woods might be in that position where something happened that WWE didn't like and there was nobody else to punish. You can't punish Brad Maddox because he's not in the company and he's kind of punishing himself by just being Brad Maddox. Um, you're probably not going to punish Paige. So then there's Xavier Woods. Um, he hasn't been out in front of the audience a whole lot. Leading up to WrestleMania, he didn't get a whole lot to do at WrestleMania. The ice cream cart got stomped. I get the sense, watching, and I like the New Day, but I get the sense that they're putting the brakes on New Day. But you're not going to punish Big E. At least I don't think you would punish Big E for something that he seemingly had no part of. Um, so if you move him to SmackDown and kind of let him do something on his own, Xavier Woods, maybe he becomes a cruiserweight. I think he qualifies for the weight limit. Maybe he moves to 205 Live. Um, maybe not necessarily seen as a demotion, but it certainly, to some, would feel that way. Uh, maybe he just becomes a Jinder Mahal type. You know, he had a career before joining the New Day that wasn't a whole lot to speak of. I don't know. You know, and, and again, this is speculation. I spend a lot of time on it, but this is speculation. It's possible that this is totally not going to happen. It's possible that they're going to send both Big E and Xavier to SmackDown. In which case, I tweak my trade, and you put Rowan with Harper. Because there's no reason for them to be fighting. Besides the fact that Rowan's with Bray Wyatt, and now Rowan abandoned, or Bray Wyatt abandoned Eric Rowan. So you reunite Harpro, the greatest tag team of the last few years, perhaps to... Uh, not win a tag team title, not named Breezango. Uh, by the way, you keep them on SmackDown. You keep them on SmackDown. If you send New Day over, oh, New Day versus Breezango would be great. Um, but they're going to have, the only chance they have for success is, and I st I'm still high on them. I'm still high on them. I don't care that Tyler Breeze dressed like Nikki Bella. I don't care that they, you know, 
they're great. They're going to be great. Mark my words. April 7th, 6.40 p.m. They're going to be great. I don't know that they'll win the tag team titles this year, but they're going to be great. This In, in a two-brand system, there's no reason why they shouldn't win at least a couple of tag team titles. Tyler Breeze and Fandango. Um, so maybe you, you know, reunite Eric Rowan and Luke Harper, send them to Raw. Harper and Rowan versus the Hardys. Harper and Rowan, Rowan versus Enzo and Cass. Harper and Rowan versus the Revival. All of a sudden, the tag, Harper and Rowan versus American Alpha, because in my way of thinking, American Alpha goes. All of a sudden, you've got a very solid, legitimate tag team division on Raw. Hardys, Alpha, Enzo Cass, um, the club, Harper and Rowan. And if you send New Day, you've got New Day. You've got the Usos. You've got Sheamus and Cesaro. You've got Breezango. You've potentially got DIY, depending on what happens with DIY. You've got any you know any number of other things you could do. We were talking about the Undertaker yesterday. The Undertaker won seven tag team titles. Not all with Kane. He randomly teamed with Austin. He randomly teamed with Big Show. He randomly teamed with The Rock. I'm pretty sure he randomly teamed. Maybe he didn't team with Hunter. But still, all you got to do is just put two guys together and give them a my, Sheamus and Cesaro or just two guys that were put together. Tyson Kidd and Cesaro were just two guys that they put together. They won tag team titles a couple of times. So, to sum up, because we're coming to the end of this episode of By the Book, and I thank you for spending the time with me. I know it is always better with Doc Manson at my side, but Doc Manson doesn't always buy into this mumbo-jumbo of uh, fantasy booking. I wanted to celebrate my April vacation before heading up to the Great White North. Um, so, my potential predictions for the for the for the Superstar Shakeup. This is what I would do. Uh, I've talked myself into Seth Rollins for Dean Ambrose. In the course of this podcast, I have talked myself into Seth Rollins for Dean Ambrose. Dean turns heel, goes crazy on Roman Reigns. Whether or not Roman Reigns is a heel is also up for debate. And again, we'll have that conversation probably with Doc Manson on an episode of DDT Wrestling. But Seth Rollins for Dean Ambrose, number one. Sasha Banks and Emma for Alexa Bliss and Mickey James, number two. American Alpha for Sheamus and Cesaro, or as I call them, Cesaro, number three. Miz and Maurice for Rusev and Lana, number four. Bo Dallas for Kalisto, number five. Big E and possibly Xavier Woods for Luke Harper and possibly Eric Rowan, number six. I, I kind of talked myself into, um, you know, them as tag teams, but if you move Big E and Luke Harper to the other shows, they can be single stars. You know what I mean? Luke Harper could be a single star on Raw. He is certainly talented enough. You get him away from Bray Wyatt altogether, so he's not going to have to be tied to Bray Wyatt. He can do something. He can do something else. He's got the man bun now. You know what I mean? What a genius move. Let me just take a minute to talk about the genius move of WWE to give him a partial man bun that covers the bald spot at least for a while. Genius. Genius. Big E, come on. Big E. Big E versus Bray. Big E versus Styles. Big E versus Shinsuke. Big E versus Baron Corbin for the Intercontinental title. Money. Money, money, money. Um, and there you have it there, friends. Uh, thank you for joining us on a Superstar Shook Up edition. I should have had a shake of By the Book. My name is DC Matthews at DC Matthews NAI. Uh, please tweet me at that 
address at DC Matthews NAI or email DDT wrestling at gmail.com put by the book in the subject line. So doc knows he doesn't have to read it when he looks at the email. Um, let me know what you think. Am I wrong? Am I wrong about Sasha Banks? I'm sure many of you will think so. Am I wrong about any of these trades? Rollins for Ambrose, Sasha Banks and Emma for Bliss and James, American Alpha for Shazaro, Bo Dallas for Kalisto, Miz and Maurice for Rusev and Lana, Big E for Luke Harper. What do you want to see? What are the trades you want to make? Use the hashtag by the book. You can tweet at me. What are the what are the trades that you want to see? Well, who do you want to see moving around? This is going to shape WWE for the immediate future. Maybe we get another shakeup later in the year. Maybe we get a draft. Maybe this is it. It's entirely possible that this is it. This might be for 2017 heading into the 2018 Mania season. What happens next week might set up the whole year. What do you want? Hashtag by the book at DC Matthews NAI. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being a wrestling fan. Thank you for being a part of the neighborhood. And until we meet again, my friends, I will see you around that exact same neighborhood. Talk to you soon. Da 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 da